Thank you all for joining us here at I-80 Sports, where today we continue our 32-part 2021 team previews. Today's team, the San Jose Sharks. Thank you all for joining us here again at I-80 Sports. Thank you all for joining us here again at I-80 Sports. Make sure you check out our website down below, i80sports.com, for all of our team preview content as well as all of our NHL content. And as per usual, make sure that you drop a follow down below on our Twitter at I-80 underscore sports NHL where you can find all of our team previews there as well. If you're joining us here on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe for all of our team previews coming up. Hey, you might not be a fan of anybody in the Pacific Division, but we're continuing with the Pacific Division this week as we roll along as this week continues. So we're starting here with the San Jose uh, Sharks this week. week. And for all of our followers down below on Twitter, thank you guys so much who are currently following because we greatly value all of your support. I'm Brian. He's Tom. How you doing today, Tom? Uh, doing well, doing well, and here we are to preview a team that, believe it or not, two years ago was a conference finalist, and now they're not anywhere near there. They are not, unfortunately, and uh, well, let's just roll right into this with uh, some team facts from last season. As all of you know, it was a 56-game season, so how did the San Jose Sharks do? Well, they were 21, 28, and 7 meaning 21 wins to 28 losses to 7 overtime losses, which is good for 49 points. But the San Jose Sharks finished 6th in the NHL Western Division last year. On the power play and penalty kill, they were eh. So power play, they were below average. The league average is 19%. They were at 14.10% on the power play last year. So quite below average amongst the league. And penalty kill-wise, they were right at league average, so they really didn't do a bad job. 80.43% on the penalty kill. So, hey, you know, tip of the cap to you, San Jose. At least you did something right. Uh, Speaking of which, going on to leading scorers, the person who led in leading scoring last year is a guy who might not even factor onto this lineup despite being on the roster for San Jose currently. We are in August right now, so we've got a ways away until uh, October. But I predict that this is a guy that we're not going to necessarily factor onto the San Jose Sharks. The person who led the San Jose Sharks in scoring last year was Evander Kane, a very trivial person who we've talked about on previous episodes before. So if you're wondering what the deal with that is, go check out our previous videos. You can find him right on a playlist on YouTube. But he led the team with 49 points last year. In second on this team was Tomas Hertel with 43 points. And last... In uh, tied for 31 points each was Timo Meyer and Logan Couture. So, you know, some decent point production here for the San Jose Sharks, to be honest. Let's go over some key additions and subtractions. So, some key additions for the San Jose Sharks this past year. Goaltender James Reiner. Reimer, that is, not Reiner. Reimer. Uh, Nick Benino, Andrew Cogliano, Nick Merkley, and Aiden Hill. So... 
The San Jose Sharks have completely shored up the goaltending department, and is a new there is a new tandem in goal for the San Jose Sharks this year. Now we go on to uh, to some key subtractions. I'm going to learn to speak at some point. It's going to be amazing, but some key subtractions here: Martin Jones, Greg Pattern, Curtis Gabriel, uh, longtime San Jose Sharks Patrick Marlowe, uh, Marcus Sorensen, Ryan Donato, and Christian Yaros, who departed the team in a trade with the Devils this past offseason for Nick Merkley. Uh, but interesting names coming in, interesting names going out. It will be interesting to see if some of those names that went out might end up coming back. That's something that we'll address later in this video. But first, let's talk about some X factors on the scene, which I got to address one thing because uh, EA Sports uh, unveiled NHL 22 last week, and they talked about a feature in there for players called X Factor players. And no, I'm not trying to be Notre Dame with like talking about X Factors on teams, but now I need to add it as a disclaimer. No, I'm not talking about EA X Factors here. I'm just talking about players here that are going to be major contributions to their team and also going to be paramount in the team's success or opposite for this year. So, Tom. I'm going to stop talking for a little bit because I just went on for a long, long time there. So why don't you talk a little bit about who could factor as X factors on the San Jose team. It's going to be tough to choose from, correct? You know, it is. I look at the depth chart. I look at this team and I don't see much of anything that I really like. The forward core is terrible. I mean, it, it, it's just not good. These aren't the days of Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe in their prime. And even Danny Heatley, Jonathan Chichu, Devin Setaguchi. Those days are long gone, long, long gone. But what I do see here are two good defensemen, obviously on the older side, obviously large cap hits, but two guys who maybe could cause some positive things to happen for them, and that's Brent Burns and Eric Carlson. Obviously, they're not going to be paired together at even strength, but I could assume maybe you power, you you pair them together on that first power play unit. And if they can run that first power play unit successfully on the blue line, if they can quarterback that power play successfully, that power play might get them a few more wins than everybody thought they might get. So, I mean, that, that, that's that's a positive that I saw in, in reading up and down this lineup. They're interesting choices. Brent Burns and Eric Carlson are certainly on the wrong side of their prime, but definitely factor as, you know, main uh, contributors on this San Jose Sharks uh, team. Uh, I, I had trouble finding some choices here, too, but I have a couple to offer up uh, for those San Jose Shark fans that are having trouble seeing the light, in essence. Uh, one person here is Tomas Hartel. Uh, he's a solid top six center, and with 43 points in 50 games last year, he's only going to continue to succeed. I really like him as a center. I think he is a great uh, second-line center here for the San Jose Sharks, so I think he is certainly a person that San Jose could be relying on to not only help on the power play, but then also help in all facets of the game, five-on-five, five-on-four, everywhere uh the next two people i will talk about here uh were actually tied in points last year at 31 points each and that was two players i mentioned before logan couture and timo meyer uh these forwards i mean just in general the forwards on this team are going to be the people that are carrying the san jose team not necessarily the defense and it, pickings were slim for San Jose. This is this is a bit of a rough lineup if it wasn't already very, very apparent. Uh, next, let's talk about some breakout candidates because there are some breakout candidates here on San Jose. There are people on this team 
to be excited for. Tom, let's start with you. Who can we be excited about on the San Jose Sharks? This might be Aiden, Aiden Hill. They're, uh, he's going to be their starting goalie. He's projected to uh, get the starting job. And, uh, you know, it's time for him to take the bull by the horns. You know, sometimes you get a goalie in there, and a goalie can lead you to good places. Look at St. Louis two years ago with Jordan Bennington. You never know. Aiden Hill comes in, and he catches fire, and all of a sudden the Sharks are uh, flirt, flirting with a playoff spot, or the Sharks are surprising everybody, and it might all be because of him. So if there's anybody that's going to break out, or, uh, break out here, I'm thinking it's Aiden Hill. You know, they wanted him to come over from Arizona for a reason. They saw something in him that I guess a lot of people didn't. So uh, curious to see what he does. Yeah, I think Aiden Hill is a really good choice here. I'm going to go with the popular pick here and say Mario Ferraro. Uh, he had 17 points in his first real full season as a rookie, and I definitely think he's going to expand on a good rookie campaign. I'm honestly impressed with what I've seen thus far from this rookie, and he is going to get – plenty of playing time on the San Jose's uh, roster. Um, but that perfectly segues us into the potential opening night lineup. Now, keep in mind, this is late August right now. We've got a while away until October. So this is just the potential opening night lineup. As of you know this week in August, what this team could look like on opening night. I should mention, however, I am not factoring Evander Kane into this lineup given the circumstances, given the fact that there's a lot of you know, problems surrounding him right now, I just don't see him being in the opening night lineup for San Jose. But who knows? I might be wrong. So with that being said, let's take a look at who could be on the opening night lineup for the San Jose Sharks. So we're going to get ourselves started right here, starting with the forward line one. Now, going from left to right, meaning left wing, center, and then right wing, we've got Timo Meyer, Logan Couture, and Kevin LeBanc. Next, we've got Andrew Cogliano, Thomas Hertel, and Alexander Barabanov. Next on line three, we've got John Leonard, Nick Benino, and Rudolph Balsers. And then rounding out the forward lineup, we've got Nick Merkley, Dylan Gambrell, and Matt Nieto. Now moving on to defense, we've got Mario Ferraro paired with Brent Burns on the top line of defense. On the second line of defense, God, please forgive me on the pronunciation of this name. I'm going to try my best. But Nikolai Nychov, I totally butchered that, and it's totally fine. We're just going to forget it. And Eric Carlson. See, didn't butcher that one. See, just one name. And then lastly, the uh, third line of defense, Radim, uh, Radim Simek and Mark Edward Vlasic. And then goaltending, I have this as a 1A, 1B situation just because I like James Reimer. I don't think it's going to be completely Aiden Hill's starting job. I think it will be 60-40, but goalie 1A regardless, Aiden Hill. Goalie 1B, James Reimer. So now we're going to talk about some variables on this team. You know, what are some ways that this lineup can change? What are some ways that, you know, some things to keep in mind for this lineup coming into this year? Tom, I'm going to start with you. Um, I mean, I guess you could uh, term this a rebuild in a way. But say if Carlson, if Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, or even Mark Edward Vlasic, if any of them, if their play shows that they're kind of, uh, kind of turning back clock a little bit, or they're, really lighting up and everyone's really noticing them. But San Jose's not doing well. 
They may be somebody, they may be players who they can trade away at the deadline to bring back assets or bring back good prospects from elsewhere. A team that comes to mind, and I know it sounds like a broken record here, Toronto Maple Leafs. They still need that number one defenseman. You know, it might not be a long-term number one defenseman, but if the Leafs are, you know, sniffing the playoffs, which they still, which they probably will do this year, and they're still looking for a solid number one option on defense, one of these three, if they're playing, well, the Leafs could come knocking on the Sharks' door. You never know. And that, in turn, could get them some prospects and get them some draft picks that could, um, uh, you know, supplement and maybe speed this rebuild up a little bit. You never know. Yeah. All very, very true there. As I mentioned before, with everything going on with Evander Kane, does he even factor on this roster this year or even in the NHL? That's left to be seen. Um, interestingly enough, Ryan Donato, Ryan Donato and Patrick Marlowe are currently free agents. Could either of them return on a short-term deal? That Those are two names that I think are going to be interesting to watch for the San Jose Sharks over these next few weeks as the opening of training camp uh, is upon us. Uh there are a few prospects that I'm going to be curious to see if they can crack the roster from opening night. Uh, most notably top prospect defenseman, Ryan Merkley, who's the brother of the recently required, recently acquired Nick Merkley. So Ryan Merkley could potentially crack this lineup and he is a very interesting prospect to watch and would certainly factor into potential uh, Calder talk if he gets the chance to actually play. Uh, other prospects to watch in camp are Alexander Ch- uh, Ch- uh, Chimilevsky, sorry if I butchered the name again, and Joaquin Blitchfeld. Those are two players I think that could uh, make a run for this opening night lineup, especially with how depleted this San Jose team is. Hey, it's no secret. This team is rebuilding. This team is you know, trying to you know, get better over these next few years. But this segues us to the final bit for today for this video. Our question of the day, which our question of the day stays the same for our entire series, which is where does San Jose finish in the Pacific Division? Tom, I'll start with you. Where you they know, finish? right now, giving them that last spot, that eighth spot, I, there's, I, I look at this team and I just I can't see anything that would show me that they're not going to finish there right now. It's they're the, they're probably going to be the worst team in the league, in what is arguably the weakest division in the league as well. It, it's a sad thing, but this happens with everybody. They were so good for so long. I mean, hell, up to two years ago, they were they were they were Western Conference Finals two years ago. But you know, sometimes you know, guys age, the cap prices guys out, and you know, teams crash and burn. And that's the unfortunate part right now with this San Jose Shark Hockey Club. Yeah, I mean. Where do I begin with this lineup? This honestly may be one of the worst teams in the NHL, and that's no hyperbole. It's not just what they're putting on the ice, but everything off the ice as well. Evander Kane, cap problems, notably the right side on defense. I don't know if any of you guys noticed this, but if you check it out on capfriendly.com and do the math, between Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, and Mark Edward Vlasic, the right side of the defense alone combines to $26.5 million in available cap. That's all tied into just those three guys. That's not good. Eric Carlson and Brent, Brent Burns, they're not necessarily aging gracefully. Some players age like wine. Some players age like milk. On 
at the moment they're currently aging towards the milk side at the moment and honestly their farm system is below average this is a rough rebuild right now for san jose and san jose needs to commit to hitting the reset button like badly and they need to cast off some pieces to acquire some draft capital, especially with how good this upcoming draft is looking right now. I honestly predict San Jose will finish in eighth place. I say they're going to finish dead last in the Pacific Division. But as usual, guys, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Do you disagree with us? Make sure you comment down below. And as you join the conversation down below, drop a like. And subscribe if you're not already subscribed already. And hey, we've got every team left to preview. So if we didn't cover your favorite team yet, don't you worry because we will be covering every single team. Now you may be wondering, hey, where can I check out your content besides YouTube? Well, I'm glad that you asked. IADsports.com, where not only can you find our team previews and NHL content, you can also find our NFL, MLS, NCAA football and NBA content there as well. Make sure you check out our website down below, iadsports.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, at i80 underscore sports NHL. And for those that are already currently following us, thank you guys so much because we greatly value all of your support. And just like that, it's time to bid adieu to the San Jose Sharks for now. I'm Brian. He's Tom. This has been our San Jose Sharks team preview.